listening to Earth Oddity, a weekly odyssey into all the oddity planet Earth has to offer. And now, serving it up, are Christopher Tiny Sullivan and John Wong. Welcome, everybody, to another episode of Earth Oddity Podcast. And this podcast will come out after Easter. Sure. But we're recording on Easter. That's right. Happy so Easter. So, happy Easter. Yes. He is risen. He is risen indeed. That's right. <laughs> do you know if you do not respond with that to people, they will look at you with scorn. Well, know? it's like someone saying God is good and then you not responding all the time. <laughs> all the time. I know. <laughs> but it's like an immense peer pressure yeah. to respond with that. And it's I'm a not, Christian dog whistle. <laughs> yeah. Right. I'm not big on responsive conversation like that. Yeah. So, but I, I'm on my P's and Q's every Easter. I mean, I'll start out. People will be like, how you doing this morning, John? I'll be like, he is risen indeed. Yes. I'll just go ahead and get out in front of it. So I, I don't know if you know this, but this is that's how the early church greeted one another. Sure. I on know. Easter. Yeah. Yes. Oh, I know. I know. <laughs> yeah. You know what the thing else the early church did? Not have air conditioning. That's true. So, I mean, we I would say we don't have to adopt it all. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> uh Anyway, I was starting out hot, just making fun of some Easter dogma here. <laughs> Sorry, guys. I hope everybody had a pleasant Easter. Mm-hmm. My kids are sugared up left and right. I mean. Mine they, are, too. And it. we've got some friends. It's not just my kids here today. Right. There's some friends' kids. Yeah. Dogs barking in the background. I just, I'm going to throw this out here, Tiny, just right now while kids are in the background and the dog's barking. My house is still available. My closet's still available to record in anytime. Maybe. You, I know you got this nice room here, and that was part of the deal of getting the house and everything. Yeah. And I don't want to mess up what you got going on, but I'm just saying it's still a possibility. I still have a table in my closet and two chairs. May, okay. Just so may you have know. To happen. Okay. I mean, until Queen, that's the dog's name, right? Until she goes to, until she goes on into the, to the dog beyond. Or dog hell, because uh, I don't know if she yeah. believes or not. Do you think pets will be in heaven? I don't want to open up a whole <laughs> theological debate. <laughs> Do you? I mean, I think there'll be animals in heaven. Yeah, I agree. But now, like, our personal pets, will they be there? I, I don't know. I maybe, don't, maybe not. I have no idea. I don't know either, but mm-hmm. I lean towards no, because I'm a <laughs> right. horrible person. <laughs> And I, if it's any consolation, I don't think they'll be in hell either. <laughs> no, yeah, right. I don't. Know, I don't know that they have a soul. You know, right? I, I don't know. Yeah. Oh man, I probably just made a lot of people mad though. <laughs> but again, to cap this whole thing off, we don't know. We don't know. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe there was a doggy Jesus somewhere along the way. <laughs> you know, I can I can say this: there are some pets that I hope aren't there. Oh yeah. <laughs> so. No. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Uh, well, I, I don't know. And if they're there, great. I guess you know. I'd love to see Julius the Wonder Cat again. And <laughs> right. Have him attack me and bite me on my hands <laughs> and everything. That would be great. But uh, I just don't know that he's going to be there. Mm-hmm. And I don't know that I'll care if he's there either one way or the other when I get there either. Right. So, anyways. So I've uh, managed to anger people who love to say he is risen on Easter <laughs> and uh, pet owners all in one yes. swipe. I just animal lovers. Yeah, animal lovers in general. <laughs> yeah. I mean, there's a rumor out there that I don't like animals, but I really do like animals. John, he he is the animal 
whisperer. I, I mean, yeah, I think that all white people have some white trash in them, like one strain of white trash, and mm-hmm. like some of it might be like, uh, you know, I'm white, but I think I'm an Indian. You know, I got a dream catcher. <laughs> I've heard, <laughs> you know, so many white people, I know. some of whom serve in Congress, <laughs> sure, sure. <laughs> claiming that they're yeah. Native American. But you descent. can't help it. Like if you got that <laughs> that strain of the DNA, <laughs> yes. that you can't help it. Even if you are in Congress, you just got to claim it. You know, right. uh, I think there's other that just are obsessed with wrestling. There's nothing you can do about it. You're just <laughs> right. into wrestling. Uh, mine is animals. Like I will catch animals. If I see a wild animal, I'll try to catch it. I I can't help it. I'm like mm-hmm. the turtle man. I don't know if you know who the turtle. Yeah, man I know who is. the turtle man is. I'm like the turtle man, <laughs> yeah. and I can't help it. I don't know why, but uh, that's just how I am. And so that's just my that's my one. Well, also a predilection for alcohol and drugs <laughs> is the other. I got a couple of different white trash strains popping out in me, but. So, yeah, I think all white people have some of that. Yeah. You know. Odd news. Odd news. We got some odd news yes. this week. We do. We do. I got a Mark Zuckerberg story. I've got a Mark Zuckerberg story. Well, what a coincidence. How about that? What a coincidence. Also got a story about a supposedly dead body. Okay. Supposedly. That's good. Allegedly. And Jesus. Yeah. We're not talking about Jesus. <laughs> oh, that will, different. <laughs> that will 100% be clear when I do this story. And um, and some Twitter hijinks. Okay. Yeah. Well, I've got Nike. Big week for Nike. Shoes. <laughs> yes, we'll talk about that. Big week. But I wanted to start off with this one. This story is tailor-made for this podcast. Yeah, okay. Because... It involves Amazon. Oh, right. It involves Amazon drivers. Oh, yeah. Shout out to Chris. It involves union talk. Oh, we. I love a union. <laughs> and it involves pee in bottles. Okay. So, <laughs> All right. I'm the, ready for it. The headline here is Amazon admits that its drivers sometimes have to pee in bottles. Oh, wow. Amazon has posted an apology to Representative Mark Pokin for a tweet last week denying that it makes its workers urinate in water bottles. The controversy started with a tweet by Pokin. I'm, I'm assuming that's his right name. Sure. Like we would know the he's name. He's from Washington, right? So, no, that's Wisconsin. He's from W-I-Z abbreviation for Wisconsin. <laughs> he's from Wisconsin, so I can't be expected to know that. No, we you know, remember the whole Cincinnati, <laughs> yeah. California debacle. I don't geography so good. Anyway. <laughs> I guess Washington is WA. That makes a lot more sense. Yeah, I think Washington is WA. Anyway, he tweeted that paying workers $15 an hour doesn't make you a progressive workspace when you union bust and make workers urinate in water bottles. Amazon tweeted back, you don't really believe peeing in bottles is a thing, do you? If that were true, nobody would work for us. Unless you like peeing in bottles. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Recode's Jason Del Rey reports that Amazon's aggressive response was encouraged by CEO Jeff Bezos, who had been frustrated Amazon wasn't pushing back hard enough against its critics. But the tweet turned into a PR fiasco for Amazon the next day when Vice published a story with the headline, Amazon denies workers pee in bottles. Here are the pee bottles. (laughs) And included a photo of the bottles with an Amazon worker's urine in them. Now, I know there's probably more to this story. A, a couple of things that hit me right off the bat. Number one, 
the happiest people in the world that Amazon has blown up to become a huge corporation is Walmart. Because everybody right. used to pick on Walmart and how they treated their workers. And yeah. that all went away. Everybody focuses <laughs> yeah. on Amazon now. I know those Walmart guys are like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It, it stinks we're no longer the largest retailer. Yeah, right. But at least we don't get that. Yeah, we're not getting that anymore. Yeah. Hey, let's go back to paying everybody $8 an hour, y'all, <laughs> while nobody's looking. But uh, also, like, are you forced to pee in a bottle? Well, it's like a, Jeff Bezos not standing there with a gun going, you better pee in that bottle, right? Well, apparently, Amazon, they did come back and they just, they simply said that sometimes drivers can and do have trouble finding a restroom. Which sure. I imagine if you're a driver, I mean, it probably depends on where you're at. I know some places, they're really, they don't like public restrooms. Yeah, absolutely. You know? So I suppose maybe it is a hard time to. Yeah. Well, I would say one thing the United States in general, two things the United States in general lacks upon are public restrooms mm-hmm. and mass transit. You know, those right. two things we just decided somewhere along the way, along with the metric system to go, nah, not really going to work on that. Yeah. So, yeah. They came back and they said that the tweet was incorrect. They admitted on their website. It did not contemplate our large driver population and instead wrongly focused on our fulfillment centers. So so basically, Amazon's trying to say, well, we were talking about yeah, the people who right. work in the warehouse. We no, weren't talking about the drivers. Yeah, exactly. Although, up here. Yeah, so even though it was as workers, you're in Workers, okay. Yeah. yeah, I was making sure, okay. It says that Amazon says that a typical Amazon fulfillment center has dozens of restrooms and employees are able to step away from the workstation at any time, which in the past, and I don't know if it's true, I've never worked for Amazon, I've heard that they count their bathroom breaks. Yeah, I've heard too. that too. Yeah, I don't know if that's true or not, but I have heard that. Do they do that at Goodrich? No. Oh, yeah? Y'all yeah. just go whenever you want to. Well, I mean, they don't I you mean, mean, you can't mess with a UAW. <laughs> Y'all been around for a long time. Yeah. I don't want you, like, taking a dump there at your machine. You know? <laughs> no, sure, so. but you don't want them in there playing uh, Candy Crush on their cell phone for two hours during their shift, do you? I will say this. The bathrooms that, well, maybe I shouldn't say you don't want to take a long break in our bathrooms. Okay. I'll just say that. All right. So, I don't want to know what goes on in there. <laughs> just You know, it's... Uh, Is it not accommodating? They've been there for a long time. Got gotcha. you. I'll say that. Got gotcha. you. It's like you're... We, <laughs> I don't want to say too much either. I know of a bathroom yeah. uh, that I've been to several times, and it is like going to the bathroom in like a Cambodian prison camp. <laughs> right. You know? It's like one step above the P-Trough yeah, at right. the old football stadium. Right. You're like... I'm not in a third world country. You know, yeah, like you're right. in there. And you're like, but yeah. it really feels like I am. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Uh, this is a longstanding industry wide issue that is not specific to Amazon, the company added. Amazon says it wants to solve the problem, yet we do not know how, but we will look for solutions. Diapers. So diapers. <laughs> I've solved it for them. Bezos, give me a million right now. And they don't even have to leave yeah. work. Yeah. Just stay there and work the whole time. <laughs> Amazon appears to be right about that. Drivers for Uber, Lyft, and food delivery services have all reported trouble finding bathrooms while on the job. Drivers for UPS and FedEx have reported similar difficulties. Problem has gotten worse in the last year as the pandemic has closed a large number of stores and restaurants. Amazon has been on the defense in recent weeks as workers at its Bessemer Fulfillment Center vote on creating a union. Right up the road from us. <laughs> right up uh, like the road. 55 miles from where we sit, Bessemer, Alabama. Voting closed earlier this week, but the National Labor Relations Board has not yet announced the results. 
The stakes are high for Amazon since a successful vote could give a boost to similar efforts in other segments of Amazon's vast works workforce. Amazon has more than 1.1 million workers. So you've been out there helping them protest for the union this week, correct? Not. Oh, I figured. I figured. You know, it was I'm like not a, much of a protester. We're all locking on. You know, like all us union guys mm-hmm. are locking arms and going out here. I mean, I'm look. I'm just gonna. I'm just gonna be real. Okay, I would have to pause my video game to do that. <laughs> so that's not likely. That's a very American response. You yeah. know. Like I, mean, I care if, about it as much as I don't have to do anything. About if I it. was going to protest, it would be outside probably the abortion center. Okay, <laughs> that right. would be the one thing that could get me to <laughs> the people who recliner. Look, the people who uh, who protest at the abortion center here mm-hmm. in town, you know, like uh, there's some doozies down there. <laughs> right. I don't know if you've ever had any conversations <laughs> with them or whatnot. Isn't that true for all protests, though? <laughs> All I know is a guy, a friend of mine, who is an HVAC technician. Have you've, I told this story? You've told this story, yes. but, it, but it's a good story. Uh, he got called out. You know, just got a service call yeah. to check on the air conditioner. To fix the air conditioner. Right, to fix the air conditioner. <laughs> not to abort a baby. <laughs> not to bring supplies to abort a baby. Right. Not to do anything. And he's just a dude working a job. And they harassed him. They put his picture on, <laughs> on Facebook, Facebook. And were like, With no. that little caption, let's make him famous sure right <laughs> and here's the thing he's an atheist he would never he he cares nothing about any kind mm-hmm. of religion of any flavor he's not just right. like an american atheist who just hates protestants you know <laughs> right. no he hates all religion and uh and uh yeah and so he was like hey guys you know uh, y'all are barking up the wrong tree here you know <laughs> yes. uh, i'm just here to put some freon in this thing <laughs> i'm here to know? fix the air conditioner right. and they were going nuts on him <laughs> Uh, you know, people get man. carried away sometimes, and sometimes that leads to a union at your Bessemer facility. <laughs> yeah. That's all I'm saying. And pee bottles. And pee bottles. Which, I mean, you got to go somewhere, right? Yeah, I mean, I've thought it was a longstanding tradition for truckers to pee in bottles, mm-hmm. right? That's what I figured they all do. You know, just yeah. pee in a bottle. You can't be pulling over all the time. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I've peed in a bottle several times in my life. Wide mouth bottle. Oh, yeah, I had to get like a, a gallon <laughs> yes. Gatorade for me. Right. I mean, you know, I mean, just say it, right? Yeah. Yeah, I'm not using an old dainty water bottle, no. a Dasani. That already <laughs> tastes like piss anyways. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. What do you think about uh, Amazon or this fulfillment center? Well, I think that if they are able to unionize, good for them. You know, I don't have. I, I mean, as as much kidding as I give mm-hmm. on ribbon, I give on unions. I don't necessarily have a problem with unions. You know, I think in some ways unions have not have been very helpful, but also but also detrimental. Detrimental. I agree. Too. Yeah, I feel like I feel like it's like anything. There's good and there's bad. Sure, right. With most everything in life, and you want to talk about when unions were getting started? You mm-hmm. know, like back oh, yeah. in the twenties or whatever. They you were mean when definitely you had to work sixty hours a week. <laughs> right. Yes, no for vacation. like a quarter. Yeah, right. And uh, no days off. So I don't hate unions. It's just a it's just a running mm-hmm. bid on the show. So if they want to do it, that's fine. But right. you know, I think that in Bessemer, or Alabama, making fifteen bucks an hour, pretty good. Pretty good gig in Bessemer. Yeah. You're going to have a pretty good quality of life in Bessemer, mm-hmm. Alabama. That's not like making $15 an hour in San Francisco where you're going to be 
You still could, poor. Still poor, yeah, <laughs> yes. right. You couldn't even run in mine and tiny circles on that kind of salary. <laughs> but you can here on that. Yeah, yeah. So, you know. Especially like, starting out. Sure, absolutely, know? yeah. And I know that Amazon's demanding, mm-hmm. but also that falls That's what on makes the, them great. Well, that's what makes them great, and it falls on the consumer too. Mm-hmm. Like if you, if everybody is all in on Amazon workers making as much money and getting as many breaks and all of that, well, then you better be happy when your package doesn't arrive the next day, right? Because it's going to slow down things. Mm-hmm. I don't know how it wouldn't. So, right. you know, I don't know. It's like everybody back when they're on Walmart and they're like. You know, they should pay their workers more, but also I want my groceries to still be cheap. <laughs> well, you can't have both. Right. You know, it just doesn't work that way, people. Yeah. I know you think it does, but it doesn't. And I know Sam Walton and Bezos, they got they farting out billion dollars. They mm-hmm. don't even care. But they're not gonna take a hit. They're gonna pass <laughs> it on to us. I mean, I hate to bring it to you. And I don't know how you change that system outside of scrapping capitalism altogether. <laughs> I mean, I, I don't want to get into seizing the means of production or anything here. <laughs> yeah. But I'm not. I'm a, everybody knows I'm a capitalist to my core, mm-hmm. and there's good to it and there's bad to it. So yeah, because there is no perfect system. No, there it. Mm-hmm. No, that's and some of them I think are a little more historically have been a little more imperfect than capitalism I think has. So. You know, I mean, we're just want to look at some numbers. Oh, if, I was say, if you look at the track of human society, right, we are definitely on the upshot. Sure, you know. Well, yeah, it's not perfect. No, not there's perfect. still problems. Sure, and there's still reasons to get out and protest. Yeah, but all in all. You know, we've had fewer deaths. We've had well, fewer, all yeah. that stuff, you know. I do want to say that I think that science has made a mistake by extending human life as long as it has. <laughs> like, I think we were much better off when we were about 50 years old. We are just kicking out of here. You well, know? you say that, but what about you? No, like, no, oh, no. Oh, you guess you're happy? Yeah, I would be happy. Okay. <laughs> I, I barely like being alive as it is. <laughs> People think I'm like this happy, jovial, laid-back guy, but I hate being alive. I didn't ask to be alive, you know? Right. I was just thrust into this whole life, and I've had some pretty crappy times in it, you know? So, <laughs> didn't you say you had a guy that worked for you one time that was didn't appreciate his parents bringing him into this world? Yes, absolutely. <laughs> I did. Yeah. I hated him for it. <laughs> Uh, also hated big business and everything now, but he also owns his own business now, and it's mm-hmm. been funny to watch his transformation on Facebook. Right. Slow transformation. Mm-hmm. I think he realizes that it's not always what the you think it guy. is. Yeah, <laughs> right. It's not always what you think it is. Right. Sometimes those tax laws really hurt when you're having to write them checks out. You know, and you're like, <laughs> wow, this sucks. I didn't realize it was this bad. Yeah. But anyways, let's move on here to... Uh, well, let's start out with Zuckerberg. Let's do it. You want to talk about Zuckerberg? Let's do. All right. Mark Zuckerberg's dad said he could go to Harvard yeah. or he could have a McDonald's franchise. Man, just think. He could have been. Life could have been so much better for him. For all he of us. If he would have just taken the McDonald's. Look, you think Zuckerberg's shake machine is not going to be working? <laughs> I guarantee you he'll get it working. I think it's going to work. Is going to take your credit card and then it's going to sell your data. <laughs> sure. Yeah. You're going to get targeted shake ads on the yes. way home on the radio. Every business in the world is going to know what your yeah. favorite milkshake is. Well, Zuckerberg famously started Facebook in his Harvard University dorm. But before he even went to college, Zuckerberg's father, Edward, offered his son an alternative. 
a future as a McDonald's franchise owner, which there's a lot of money in McDonald's. <laughs> right. You know, I've, I'm a McDonald's advocate. Everybody knows. Love it. So my, this is a quote from Zuck. I like to call him Zuck. Me and all my buddies call him Zuck. <laughs> Uh, says, my dad, funny enough, right before each of us went to college, offered us the options of going to college or like investing in a franchise and running it. Uh, says, of course, Zuckerberg chose Harvard and then dropped out. What a loser. <laughs> <laughs> yes, loser. Yeah. Having attended the Harvard of the University of uh, the state of Alabama's uh Community college system, Bevel State. <laughs> yes. Uh, I, I can't even sympathize with Zuckerberg. <laughs> I think my parents were like, okay, you probably should have taken the McDonald's franchise money if you want a business, but okay, this might be a second good choice. This is That's what his sister Randy said. He said a sister named Randy, okay. R-A-N-D-I. We, we know, know a Randy. We know a Randy. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so when Zuckerberg started college in 2002, no one could have foreseen that his time at Harvard would eventually make him a multi-billionaire. In fact, had Zuckerberg chosen Big Macs over books, he could have made a good living by most people's standard. A 2016 report uh, pegged the average profit of a food and beverage franchise at $90,388 a year, and it's not unusual for McDonald's owners to make six figures, according to a 2015 Bloomberg study. Of course, Zuckerberg currently has a net worth of $66.6 billion. That was 66.6. Yeah. Clearly the devil. Everybody <laughs> knows. Um, it's unclear how much Zuckerberg's father would have had to invest for a McDonald's franchise in the early 2000s, but today... According to McDonald's websites, the total investments to begin operations of a typical McDonald's franchise ranges from a million a million dollars to two point one million dollars. It costs that much to open up a McDonald's? Oh yeah. Seriously? Yeah, absolutely. I had no idea. Well, you got franchise fees, mm -hmm. build out, equipment, training. All the licenses, everything else you got to do, it all adds up. People think it's well. Cheap. Look, okay, look. Th there's no doubt that it's expensive. I knew it'd be expensive. Sure, but I didn't think it'd be that much. Oh yeah, no, that's that's what I think's pretty good price, actually. Man, I mean, ten years you're gonna if you're making nine hundred thirty thousand dollars in profit, ten years you're gonna have that paid back. Fifteen, you know, then you're running making mm -hmm. bank bank. If you're smart. You get two or three of them. <laughs> Yeah. How come we're not smart, John? I don't want to be in the restaurant <laughs> business. I was about to say, is that how it worked out for? <laughs> well, I will say this. It was not a million dollars to get into <laughs> mine. Now, it was a lot of money. Yeah. I mean, it was it was a lot of money for me. Life uh, savings type you, of money. Oh, I, you think I had life savings? <laughs> I just went and got a loan, buddy. Like, <laughs> like any normal American would. Right. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I mean, it's you, there's a lot that you have to consider mm -hmm. to do it. You know. And well, so what happens when the sandwich shop goes bust? Can you? Well, there's several different things you can do. <laughs> okay. Um, number one, if you time everything right, you can make out pretty good. Mm -hmm. uh, but number two, you can sell off your assets, what well, you know, equipment, you know, right. fixtures, any of that stuff to pay off any other debt that you have. Mm -hmm. Um. You can declare bankruptcy. 
chapter seven probably would be the smart one, I guess. Mm-hmm. Uh, or you could just go into hiding and hope everyone, <laughs> all the bill collectors don't don't come for you. <laughs> Which one did you do? I did a mixture of I did a mixture of two of those. I'll let everybody else decide which ones I did. <laughs> I did. Shane, uh, we were joking. We have a PO box for Spiller Furniture in Tuscaloosa. Mm-hmm. It's at the downtown post office. And uh, Shane was like, you know, the only reason I really keep that is so we have a Tuscaloosa dress for some of our mail. Yeah. Mm -hmm. He's like, you know, it's just that's kind of the company started in Tuscaloosa and all that, even though our headquarters are in Northport now. And uh, he was like, you know, I I could probably cancel it and move it to Northport or whatever, because it is not necessarily for him. He comes through downtown from his home, but Mm -hmm. I had to go. He was on vacation and get it. And he was like, it's kind of a hassle to go to there and get it. Uh, and I was like, look, man, you might want to keep it because if this thing goes belly up, then the bill collector's going to be mailing everything to that P.O. box. <laughs> and we just let it lapse. And then they <laughs> we're poof into the wind. I was like, I was like, like not a- that I've ever done that before. <laughs> like, but but I, in theory, that would work really, really, really well. <laughs> like a fart into the wind. Yeah. It's like, hey, what happened to this dude? <laughs> Then a year later, you sell your house, you move out to Bellmead. Nobody even knows where you are anymore. <laughs> you start life all over. Yeah. It's beautiful. Yeah. Uh, America's do-over. That's right. Anyway. <laughs> well, I got another Mark Zuckerberg story, and I, I hate, just think, I feel like if Mark Zuckerberg had taken that McDonald's, we would all still be on MySpace. Heck yeah, with profile songs. <laughs> MySpace would be awesome. Look, I wish Facebook had a top eight, you know? Yeah. Because some people who comment a lot on my Facebook stuff need to know their place. Like, <laughs> we ain't as close as you think we are, buddy. You know, like, I don't know where you get off trying to say this. Yeah. Right. I, I would love to have a top eight again. <laughs> and a profile song. Sure, yeah, and a profile song. But I don't want to say we fear... Data, like our data being stolen because you know we all yeah. have smartphones yeah and we're not and we know for a fact that the nsa is tracking all of our stuff at all times sure there's a dude who's like living in exile in moscow and nobody cares <laughs> no. he's there that's right well the u.s government does i think yeah, <laughs> yeah. well they want him back so they can put him in jail absolutely for telling but, everybody for, for telling everybody that they were breaking the law yes which is wild to see when all that happened, mm-hmm. conservatives were like, what's, what's the dude's name? Snowden. Snowden. Edward Snowden. Yeah. yeah. Conservatives really hated that dude. Always released the national security secrets. Well, somehow in the decade or so since that's happened, mm-hmm. it's flip-flop to where now conservatives are like, he's a hero for letting everybody know about it. And then liberals are like, we need to put this dude in jail. <laughs> it's wild. <laughs> yeah. You know, it's like banana lands, how it's happened. <laughs> right. I don't know. Anyways. He's queuing on. Everybody knows that, <laughs> yeah. right? Right. I mean, that's who I pegged it on the whole time. Is that who it is? I, I think, think it so. is. Sure, it's got to be him. <laughs> Just playing around. Him and the WikiLeaks dude. They're in on it together. Julian Assange. Yeah. Whatever yeah. happened to him? I have no idea. He got arrested, remember? Yeah, I thought he was in the U.S. and they were like bringing him to trial or something. We ain't heard from him in a while. Nah, he's him and the old, uh, Epstein's girls probably in jail together, just hanging out, <laughs> waiting to get choked out by Hillary's hitman. Everybody. I mean, that's how it goes. Yeah. Well, anyway, among yeah. among back to Zuck. Among all this data and 
There's been hacks. There's been data leaks. Sure. Apparently, during this latest one, Mark Zuckerberg's phone number was also among the leaked data of Facebook users, according to a researcher. Oh, wow. The cell phone number of Facebook CEO Mark Zuckerberg is among the personal information leaked online in a low-level hacking forum, according to a researcher. Multiple outlets reported the claims about Zuckerberg's leaked personal information. Data included his name, his location, his marriage details, birth date, and Facebook user ID was exposed, according to The Sun. You know, on Facebook, you got to be Tom's friend. Yeah, like, you know, or right MySpace, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's what I meant to say. Yeah, you on, started out with you one You started friend. out with, with Tom as yeah. your friend on, on MySpace. Insiders Aaron Holmes had previously reported on the leak, which involved the personal information of more than 500 million Facebook users being posted in the forum. Whoa, 500 million? 500 million. Oh, we're all screwed. (laughs) (laughs) Well, we're all screwed. Cyber researcher Dave Walker said Zuckerberg, as well as Facebook co-founders Chris Hughes and Dustin Moskowitz, were among the 533 million users who had personal data posted on the forum. Regarding the hashtag Facebook leak of the 533 million people in the leak, the irony is that Mark Zuckerberg is regrettably included in the leak as well, Walker tweeted. When Insider contacted Facebook on Sunday, a spokesperson said, This is an old data that was previously reported on in 2019. We found and fixed this issue in August 2019. They did not comment on the reports about Zuckerberg's information. So they've got this information, but apparently it was old information. Or at least that's what they're claiming. Yeah, sure. Yeah, they're not going to come <laughs> out right now. Though. Well, you know who, you, know who, you know who got all this data, right? Uh, Q. No, no. <laughs> I just assumed it was those people behind your car's extended warranty. <laughs> That's why you keep getting That's those That's how calls. they know where we are. Yes. It all makes sense now. <laughs> what if we find out Zuckerberg's in the extended warranty game? That's like a side gig for him. Yeah. Wow. Wow. That's a conspiracy right there. Holmes reported, however, that the posting of the entire data set on the forum for free could now make it widely available to anyone with rudimentary data skills his report quoted Alon Gall, CTO of cybercrime intelligence firm Hudson Rock, who first discovered the entire trough of leaked data online on Saturday. Wow. Uh, previous Facebook privacy breaches include, include the much-publicized Cambridge Analytica saga. Oh, yeah, that was when they were influenced in the election. Yes. Yes. Facebook was hit with a $5 billion fine from the Federal Trade Commission as part of a settlement over the claims that the company mishandled user data. Imagine getting a five billion dollar bill, and you just can you pay stroke it. a check. Okay, <laughs> you, you just write a check. Well, do you think when they get a fine like that, what does that money go? Does it just go into the general fund or whatever? I mean, I yeah, I guess it goes for like a new snack machine at Area Fifty One or something. Hey guys, we're getting a new bomb, <laughs> one single bomb, courtesy of Facebook. Yeah. The Moab, the mother of all. We're getting <laughs> <Exactly>. the Moab. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Father of all bombs. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I know that if you get a speeding ticket, that money just goes to the city, right? Right. Yeah, that's what I assume. It's mm-hmm. how the police department funds themselves. That's why they're handing them out so willy-nilly all <laughs> <Right>. the time. <laughs> but yeah, I don't know. Like That's what I'm saying. Would this go to the, what was it, the Federal Trade Commission or whatever it was that fined them? Or FEC? I don't know. I, I don't know. Yeah. Uh, anyway, I was curious. If you're out there and you know, let us know because yeah. I will never do the research to figure this answer out on my own. 
have no desire to. Well, let's move on, Tiny, to more U.S. security problems. Okay. Well, the show has really flowed well, I feel like, with our stories, mm-hmm. you know? Um, I just wanted to credit to us. And this just continues that trend. Out. Yes, and it does. A child tweets gibberish from U.S. nuclear agency account. Okay, nuclear agency. I'm assuming this is just like a power company somewhere. No, this is part of the Department of Defense. <laughs> oh, dang. A young child inadvertently sparked confusion over the weekend by posting an unintelligible tweet to the official account of U.S. Strategic Command. Hmm. Let me say that again. U.S. Strategic Command. The agency is responsible for safeguarding America's nuclear weapons. That begs the question, what are they doing with a Twitter account? Oh, everybody's got a Twitter account. (laughs) I got a Twitter account. Nobody can find me, but I got a Twitter account. I tell you what, if I was the one in charge of the U.S. strategic nuclear arsenal on April Fool's Day, (laughs) (laughs) he'd tweet out, all you mothers are going down. (laughs) Um. Some social media users feared that the account may have been hacked, but it has since been revealed a young member of the account's social media manager's family was responsible for posting the tweet, which is, and I'll read it here for everybody, (laughs) semicolon L, semicolon, semicolon, G-M-L-X-Z-S-S-A-W, which was then deleted in 20 minutes, within minutes, it says. Yeah, I don't believe that. I think that's a code. Now, another guy here says uh, he tweeted out that he filed a FOIA request with U.S. Strategic Command to see if I could learn anything about the gibberish tweet yesterday. (laughs) So it turns out their Twitter manager left their computer unattended, resulting in a very young child commandeering the keyboard. That's Uh, what happens when you're working from home. Yeah. (laughs) The the quarantine and everything. Yes, exactly right. You're going to see this. You're going to see this happen. (laughs) I feel like they would have came out better if they would have blamed it on a cat. You know, like I left my mm-hmm. computer up and the cat walked across the keyboard or whatever. Right. Everybody been like, oh, you so know. So cute. Then you post a picture of a cat and you're like, hey, this is, uh, you know, we call him uranium or whatever, <laughs> right. you know. And then he would become, it become like a hero and a legend lives on forever on the internet. And then meanwhile, in like a top secret Midwest installation, yeah. someone is sitting behind their phone and they're like, message received. That's exactly right. <laughs> yes. Now we're going to bomb Cuba. Yeah. Now we're taking out Syria for real. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Ain't no more playing around. <laughs> yeah. Biden's got the nuclear codes. We're all go. Let's go. He's got the football. Everybody's really worried about Trump getting us in a nuclear war. And really, we we were very calm during all that. <laughs> no. Time. You know, like I feel like a lot of people need to come back and go, hand up, I was wrong on that one. You know, like, hey, he did a lot of other stuff we thought he was gonna do. A lot of mean tweets. Yes. Oh yeah. He oh, said yeah. a lot of mean stuff. He said, said stuff that was bad, did stuff that was bad. Fomented an insurrection. Sure, fomented an insurrection. <laughs> but hands up, I was wrong <laughs> on him getting us in a nuclear war. Yeah. You know, like we were farther from a nuclear war than we have been in a very long time. He didn't time. get us in regular war. Yeah, no, right. No, we were bringing <laughs> troops home. You he, know? he drone striked like the vice president of Iran <laughs> yeah, right. and still didn't get <laughs> us in a war. <laughs> That's it. That was wild, too. You know, when that happened, that, what was that dude's name? I can't even remember. But. Yeah, no. Nobody even knows anymore. Yeah. You know, like we 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 zapped him pretty good, and that was everybody's like, "Oh, we're going to war," you know. And then I think a rat, a ram, was like, 
hey, you know, uh, this dude might be, he might be for real. You know, he made lava nuke over here. <laughs> yeah. So let's just be cool. So maybe it all really worked to get like dovetail together all the propaganda of yeah. Trump's going to get us in a nuclear war that it kept us out of a nuclear war, too. Mm-hmm. So credit to everyone, really. You know, President <laughs> yeah. Trump, everybody who hated him, all of us. Credit to, credit to the United States citizens <laughs> for keeping us out of a nuclear God war. God bless America. God bless America. That's right. <laughs> John, what do you think about, uh, you like sneakers? I mean, I have sneakers. I'm not a sneaker head. Gotcha. By any means. I tell you what, there are some... I guess I guess you say documentary. There's these online documentaries about yeah. people who are like super into shoes. Oh, I, yeah, sneakers, it's I, crazy. I know. I don't. Well, I mean, I have some friends that I went to high school with that are really into sneakers. Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, they're they're anticipating sneakers coming out. They have like 800 pair. Wow. Like one of my friends the other day posted them. He's a road manager for Gary Owens, who's a comedian. Mm-hmm. We went to high school together. Uh, well, Bradley and I went to high school together, posted all this picture of his shoes. And I was like, dude, I have three pairs of shoes. I have a pair of sneakers <laughs> that I wear when I'm going out on a town. I got a pair of church shoes. And then I got a pair of sneakers I wear when I mow the grass. I was like, and that's it. You know, like, what do you need that many shoes for? I don't yeah. get it. Well, what about these uh, Satan shoes? Oh, I'm anti-Satan shoes. Because I'm Facebook told period. me I should be. Yeah. I mean, I'm down with Satan, number one. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I mean, like down, like not down with Satan. Yeah, not but not down like the hip down. We're proclaiming down yeah. with Satan. Yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> yes, I say to hell with the devil. <laughs> right <laughs> from the great Christian rock band Striper. Striper. Yes, the quote right there: "To hell with the devil." Absolutely. I love like seventh grade John loved saying that in front of his parents too. By and the way, not being a curse yeah, word. you can't do anything up to me. <laughs> yeah. You can't do anything to me. No one hell's not a curse word. It's a place. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, Nike they won their court bid over the Satan shoes. Okay. Um, I, now I saw a lot of people on Facebook that were in my age range mm-hmm. of my same race, I would say, just right. your regular old redneck white dudes that were super fired up over these shoes. And I was like, dude, you're like me. You only own three pair of shoes. You may only own two pair of shoes, you know? Yeah. I don't get it, but yes. And the rapper Little Nas X, correct? Mm-hmm. He made a video where he rides a stripper pole down into hell. I haven't seen the video. I haven't either. I've yeah. just heard about it. Right. Can't but, wait for my kids to watch it. <laughs> to correlate with this video, he came out with a set of shoes. Yes. Now, they're Nike shoes, but they're actually like custom made by Brooklyn Art Collective. Right. Apparently, there are other, what would you say, groups, companies, whatever. Sure. There's other people out there who will take shoes and then customize them even further. Right. Yeah. Yeah, in the name like of a, art. Yeah, the secondary, I guess you would call that like a secondary market where yes. they'll take a re- regular release shoe, mm-hmm. jazz it up somehow, and then and resell it. Yeah, yeah, resell it as a, at an upcharge. So that's mm-hmm. how they make their money, and you know, people dig all that. I don't get it, but they do. <laughs> well, know? he got this Brooklyn Art Collective to make six hundred and sixty-six pairs. Of like Satan shoes, sure. They Why got, not? Like, they got you know? inverted crosses on them. Sure, they've got like uh, some of his blood. Apparently, yeah. he put a drop of his blood in the ink. Right, and all these shoes like have a little vial of the 
his ink blood sure. or whatever. I too remember when Motley Crue was struggling and they went full <laughs> in. We love the devil. Yes. You know, it's like this isn't the first time this has happened. I heard somebody else say he's a good thirty years behind yeah, on like right. selling outrage. Yeah, exactly. This isn't exactly new. Like I'm sure Marilyn Manson laughed at this. You know? <laughs> yes. like, what an amateur move! You haven't even had a rib removed yet. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well. uh... Needless to say, there was a huge backlash because that's just how controversy is. There's going to be people who love it. There's going to be people who hate sure. it. And yeah. it's going to it's going to drive sale. Like every single pair of those 666 Absolutely. shoes sold out immediately. have to say, a little short-sighted on his part, only producing 666 because he limited the amount of money he could make. You know? Yeah, but you got to... The, but the, the devil's shoes, <laughs> Yeah, I mean, were they on sale like a flat rate or did you have to bid on them? I don't. I have no idea, but they were like numbered. Yeah, which that begs the question: How much do you think that six hundred sixty-six pair? Would I don't know. I say, how crappy would it be if you got six six five? You know, <laughs> yeah. you hate yourself for forever. You have to. Like, yeah. it. <laughs> I was so close. <laughs> I'm practically saved now. <laughs> right. <laughs> this is like an Apostle Paul shoe now. <laughs> yeah. I might as well take these. Like the Chick-fil-A with me. That's right. <laughs> Needless to say, Nike didn't enjoy this because they you know how the internet blowback. works now. Sure. Everybody's all these, mad at all Nike. these boomers are mad at Nike. They got Nike nothing have... to do with it. That's exactly right. <laughs> He's like, no, no, we not us. We're not making Satan shoes. It's Boston Art Collective. Yes. Well, it shows right here, Nike shoes. I see the swoosh on the side of it. <laughs> yes. Yeah. A bunch of people that don't understand anything. (laughs) Uh, Yes. Well, they won their lawsuit. Okay. So it says that the MSCHF, which is the art collective, they produced the shoes in collaboration with the rapper. Nike claims trademark infringement, asking a federal court in New York to stop them from selling the shoes and prevent them from using its famous swoosh. This is a quote from them. MSCHF is an unauthorized... And, and its unauthorized Satan shoes are likely to cause confusion and dilution and create an erroneous association between MSCHF's products and Nike, the sports shoe giant said in a lawsuit. Lawyers for the Art Collective countered that the 666 pairs that it created were not typical sneakers, but rather individually numbered works of art that were sold to collectors for $1,018 each. Or oh. a pair, I should say. Okay. All right. Siding with Nike, a federal judge issued a temporary restraining order on Thursday. The impact of the ruling remains unclear, as the art collective had indicated that no, it has no plans to produce any more pairs of the shoes. But those 666, they're sold. Yeah, they're already out there. Which probably makes them even more valuable. Yeah, so they made, what, probably $670,000 off of this shoe run, mm-hmm. you know? Well, I mean, of course, they got their cost in it, but yeah. Right. Anyway, it just goes on to talk about the video and everything, but there they are right there. I mean, I mean honestly. Not, not a bad-looking shoe. Not a good-looking shoe either, no. though. But, I mean, you could see Rob Zombie wearing that on stage yeah. or something. You know, like Ozzy? Mm-hmm. Ozzy Osbourne? Ozzy would be a pair of boots. Sure. Like thigh boots. <laughs> <laughs> well, Ozzy's getting old now. He might need some therapeutic walkers. He's got Beelzebub on the side right sure. there. Sure. Yeah. Let's so, just do it all up. Honestly, it looks like a pair of Nikes with a pentagram in yeah. the laces. No, yeah, I, yeah, and I, you know, I 
like I say, little little Nas X. I don't know a ton about him. Mm-hmm. I know that uh, he released Old Town Road, which blew up, of course, which made him a famous rapper. Yeah, which made him. Yeah, super he was like a YouTube guy before yeah. that. Yeah, which made him like super famous. And then I hadn't heard anything out of him in a while. And maybe Until he's this. like, I need to get some juice in the veins, and you know, <laughs> let's. Let's get everybody remembering who I am, right. and I'm gonna come out with this. Yeah, that's what it <laughs> seems like to me. I'm, I'm not naive. You know, I know how things work. I've seen the rock and roll game happen my whole life. So, you know, you got to try to keep your name out there, I guess. And this is his way to do it. And sure enough, it worked. You know, if he wanted to be really controversial and really upset a lot of people, he would put like a cartoon Muhammad <laughs> oh, on yeah. his shoes. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. Let's talk about how you hate religion. <laughs> yes. By drawing a depiction of the Prophet Muhammad, you know? In fact, I triple dog you. <laughs> exactly. You know what? Scratch that. Don't do it because I don't want you to die. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, really, honestly, don't do it. But I will say, comparatively, a bunch of boomers getting mad on Facebook about a Satan shoes has nothing is in no way as bad as what would happen if you put out a Prophet, right. Prophet Muhammad Air Max 97s or whatever. I mean, I mean yeah, oh, going to get you. You're going to get a, a fatwa on you. You know, <laughs> yes. I mean, really great curb your enthusiasm episode where Larry gets a fatwa on him. But yeah, they don't take too kindly no. for that. You no. know. Like we should, I don't know. Maybe we should come up with a like. A, we don't want you drawing pictures of Jesus because we like him depicted as a white Anglo-Saxon person, as, <laughs> as from the Middle Ages on, you know. And if you do, if you draw him like he actually probably is, we're going to get really mad about it. Yeah, I don't know. We need a little more edge to us. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> <You> <laughs> like, like it's cool to make fun of Jesus and, oh, and, yeah. and mock him in popular culture because sure. you know Christians well, just. We we just take it, I guess. We, we threaten not to buy your products, <laughs> <laughs> but then we still do it anyway. Yeah, no, we'll try to we'll try to cancel you with our measly little <laughs> boycott, you know, or whatever. Yes. Worked really well for Disney. They've been struggling since <laughs> since they threw that boycott on them twenty years ago. <laughs> um. Well, let me move on here to my last story, and you know, this is a. Uh, Somewhat sensitive story. Okay. Just for all our younger listeners, Gabby girl, you might want to press pause. Just walk away. Fast forward until you hear the Cajun curl ad. <laughs> but I, but also it's not. Okay. I'll just say that much. Okay. Police say body on the I-83 overpass was actually a sex doll. Okay. Police responding to a report of a dead body on an overpass on Interstate 83 found a six-foot sex doll instead. Six foot's kind of tall. You know, like, yeah. this person was into Amazon. Life-size. <laughs> Life-size. Taller than I am. Well, it could have been a male doll. Or oh, a, yeah, you, true, true. You know. it does, I hadn't got that far, it may say. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was actually a life-size doll, said Lieutenant Ken Schallenberger. It was in a very flimsy cardboard box. We have no idea how it got there. Police responded about 8 p.m. Uh, on March 23rd. That was my anniversary. Okay. Yeah, yeah, happy anniversary. Happy anniversary to me. To Dewdrop Road and the I-85 overpass after a passerby called 911. The responding officer discovered the doll and asked for backup to help dispose of it in a dumpster, he said. Um, it's the first I've ever seen, Charlotte Berger said. 
We've had dead animals in boxes and things like that, but nothing like this. Unless someone isn't trained to render first aid, calling police in cases like this one is the correct response, he said. Hmm. Now, you don't want to be giving mouth-to-mouth of that thing. <laughs> no. No, no, no. You don't want to give mouth to anything. No. <laughs> Unless it's your... If you got an alcohol prep pad, you know, to like rub it down with real good, then maybe. You know? <laughs> yeah. Maybe. But let's assume it was a girl. Mm-hmm. Uh, first of all, we don't know if it's a sex doll because we don't know if anybody's had sex with it, right? It could just be a doll. It could be a pure, just a pure virgin doll, uh, just a regular normal doll. And those are normal for people to own. People have doll collections, <laughs> are they? People have doll collections all over the world. Okay, and they've been that way for forever. People have had dolls. They like dolls. I don't know why. I'm not a doll guy. <laughs> but if I were a doll guy, I would not buy one that was taller than I am. You know? Right. That just seems like it'd be difficult to move around. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe they're really light. I don't know. Yeah, I have no idea. I've never I've never had one before. Because that increases, like, if you make it light enough that they can maneuver them around easy, that also kind of plays to the fantasy of you being like a strong person. Sure. <laughs> true. Well, what if this was like a fantasy of I got a hooker, killed her, and I'm dumping her on the side of the road <laughs> fantasy all in one, you know? I would rather it be. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Let's not do it with a real one. <laughs> yes. No. Yeah. Sex work is would, work. I'd much rather that be done to a doll. Sure. Absolutely. I tell you what, though. We've had a, a lot of stories about dolls being mistaken for people. That's the, at least the second one we've had, you yeah. know? Uh, I'll say this. If we get a thousand new likes on our Facebook page, <laughs> I just remember how we're, we're bumping closer to a thousand. I will buy a sex doll and bring it home without Deidre's knowledge <laughs> and have it all recorded. I'll get the kids in and help with Thomas and Hudson and, and post her reaction when so I'm imagining like a, a Christmas story, like the lamp, the sure, lamp. Yeah, it gets delivered to the house. Just, you know, up, up a level. Right. Just one no. level higher. Right to 11. We'll get it delivered to the house. I'll act like I have no knowledge that it's coming. <laughs> and then I will refuse to return it, you know? <laughs> right, no, we're keeping this. Yeah. Yeah. No, I think that's the thing to do. So... This is, I'm just throwing it out there. <laughs> yeah. If y'all can get a thousand new people uh-huh. to like our Facebook page, I will I will do that. <laughs> I will not spend over two hundred dollars though. Okay. <laughs> like I don't know how much they really are. Right. But I'm stopping at the two hundred dollar level. <laughs> gotcha. <laughs> it's some one caveat. Well, I, Which will make it even funnier if it's less lifelike. Yes. <laughs> and you're just in love with it all the more. Yeah, I'm just like, I love at first sight. You know, like I got to keep giving this it thing. a name. Oh, absolutely. I'm giving it a name. <laughs> yeah. Thomas it, is asking if he can keep it in his room. <laughs> <laughs> I bring it to work with me. Uh, nothing weird about it. Yeah. I wonder what everybody at work would say. I'm like, hey, uh, this is just a bit for the show, guys. You know, like, <laughs> yeah. like, I'm really not weird. You know, our world-famous podcast. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> it's just a bit for the show, guys. <laughs> Let's talk about something that everybody loves. Because not everybody loves a sex doll. That's true. I, I can imagine my wife would if one got delivered. But you know what she does love? That's Cajun Curl Bayou Blended Spice. Nice. 
And we want to thank them for their support. And check them out at CajunCurl.com where you can order their spice on the website. It was created on the Elm Bayou in Evangeline Parish, Louisiana, and it's the seasoning that goes on everything. If you like cooking or eating, this is a spice for you. Cajun Curl Bayou Blended Spice goes well with chicken, beef, pork, potatoes, and anything else you can think of putting it on. Cajun Curl Bayou Blended Spice, uh, when you put it on anything, will change your life. On the website, CajunCurl.com, you can order the original Bayou Blended Spice, and you'll also find recipes that are absolutely mind-blowing. You can locate your nearest retailer or order your own. If your local grocer doesn't carry world-famous Cajun Curl Bayou Blended Spice, ask them to start stocking it now. Now, here locally, it's available at Vowels Fresh Market on Skyland Boulevard, South Finest Meats, Mark's Mart in downtown Northport, and the Piggly Wiggly on Lurleen Wallace Boulevard. All of their products are made in the USA, so not only do you enjoy the taste of Cajun Curl, but you also feel patriotic while you enjoy your meal. It's all natural, low salt, has a little kick, but it doesn't burn your lips. World famous Cajun Curl Bayou Blended Spice. Taste the spice, but not the heat. Check them out at CajunCurl.com and use our promo code EOP10, that's EOP and the number 10, to get a 10% discount. Because we ask that you use the spice, but we don't ask you to pay full price. That's right. You want to do voicemail or do you want to do questions first? Let's go voicemail. Let's do it. We have a voicemail this week. And it's our favorite caller. Oh, okay. Nearly our only caller. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> Miss Jacqueline. Pretty much. She totes this segment. Yeah, she does. It's really credit to Jacqueline, too. Absolutely. Doing, you know, and shame on everybody else for not calling in <laughs> and making Jacqueline do all the work. Yeah. You should feel guilty. <laughs> She's pushing and you're yeah. just riding in the way. Yeah, yeah, no, you're just loafing. <laughs> you're the guy on the shift that doesn't do any work while everybody else is huffing and puffing. You know? Yeah. Yes, that's it. <laughs> hey, John and Heine, it's Jacqueline coming to you from the frigid freaking north. Uh, God, I wish spring would hurry up and get here. Real spring. Uh, anyways, um, it is Holy Week. Happy Holy Week. Um, as I mentioned before, I did give up social media for Lent. And my husband, Chris, asked me the other day, do I miss it? And I said, I don't particularly, but I do especially miss the Earth Oddity Discord and the Earth Oddity Facebook page. Absolutely. And the Earth Oddity Discord misses you. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it does. So come uh, Friday when Lent is over, I will be flooding Discord and um, Facebook. So look forward to that. Nice. Um, I am one of those people I may have mentioned before that uh, I had had snakes as pets in the past. I had three, uh, a boa and, sorry, two boas and a python. And you guys might find the names interesting. The name, Their names were Eden, Babylon, and Gethsemane. Oh, okay. Okay. They're biblical names. Biblical. Yeah, they were <laughs> Christian snakes. <laughs> right. So uh, they're no longer with us, but they were uh, they were okay. I Did guess. you release them in the Everglades? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Maybe she did. Maybe she did. Like on a on a trip down south. Yeah. <laughs> and they're now engaged in furious competition <laughs> with the alligators right. for food. <laughs> so they're not great pets. Like they're not cuddly, but you know they're they're neat. They're fun to have around. 
Uh, and lastly, and yet quickly, I will tell you a story of how I was also fired for being a Sunday school substitute oh. teacher. So in the Catholic Church, Sunday school is really mostly for children. You stop and you get to be a teenager. <laughs> not in Protestant Sunday oh, school. No, absolutely not. <laughs> you, you never graduate Sunday never. school in the Protestant church. They just bump your age group up. Yes. Yeah. yeah. When when I went when I married Tara and I started going to her church and we joined like it was called a young marriage That's class right. at yeah. the time. It's not young marriage anymore. No, we're like all forties, you <laughs> yes. know. Yeah. So Nick, who liked to dab on everybody this morning, told us he was thirty nine. Yeah. 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 So I was a substitute school teacher, Sunday school teacher for, for children, uh, grade four. And uh, so one time at the end, we say, you know, a little prayer and everything. And so I decided I was a teenager and I was uh, older. And I said, uh, let's say a little prayer for all the animals in the world that are suffering. And the students said to me, Mrs. So-and-so, a regular teacher, never says prayers for the animals. There, obviously, because I was a substitute. And I said, well, I guess then that's just because Mrs. So-and-so doesn't care about the animals. Anyways, not to realize kids are parents. I don't have kids, but I should have realized that. So they went ahead and told Mrs. So-and-so at the next uh, week while I was there that I had said this in front of me. And I was never asked back. So... Um, yeah, so, John, you're not the only one that has been dismissed from Sunday school activities. Anyways, uh, have a great Easter. Uh, hope you all are doing great. Don't spend too much time in church. I know I won't. And I will talk to you later. <laughs> well, just another reason Jacqueline and I are in Canadian sisterhood together <laughs> yeah. is we've both been fired from Sunday school. Do and, Catholics not like animals? You pray for animals in Catholic Church. Well, uh, St. Francis is a patron saint of animals, right? Maybe. You're going to be amazed because I'm right. <laughs> you can look it up right now, but I know I'm right. Are you talking about Francis of Assisi? Yeah. Okay. Exactly. Because he's always depicted like holding mm-hmm. a little animal. He's supposed I, to I don't know how I know that, but I know that, <laughs> and I'm so confident that I'm right. He supposedly bore the stigmata. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Okay. Allegedly, that's what killed him. Oh, mm-hmm. well, interesting. Just a, just a little tidbit there. Well, <laughs> you know, know a little bit, too. <laughs> but, yeah, so I know they like animals, but mm-hmm. I don't remember in my entire church life ever praying for, well, I mean, like, when you're in Sunday school and you're kind of a kid and they're like, hey, my cat's sick. Mm-hmm. We all have to pray for Fluffy the cat. Let's but, pray for his family and the yeah. loss of his cat. Yeah, you know? exactly. But we've never had, like, a an organized prayer time specifically for animals i feel like it would be controversial in our church but not for the religion but more just because it's it was too liberal sure right <laughs> no. what let's do this tiny <laughs> next year before deer season starts that's <laughs> me the and deer. you that's me and you be like we want to have a special prayer time <laughs> For all the deer that are going to get slaughtered this year, <laughs> yeah. you know, needlessly slaughtered by people out there. Oh, we get kicked out of church, I guarantee. I'm gonna raise my. You know what? I want to pray for all those poor cars and trucks that are going to get totaled for <laughs> getting hit by the deer. Oh, yeah. running down in front of them. <laughs> <laughs> all the insurance claims are going to be filed, and making everybody's insurance go up. Yeah, that'd be wild. It's turkey season now. I think we could do a turkey prayer if we wanted to. <laughs> okay. Let's see how that goes next Sunday. <laughs> I don't know. 
I'd probably, it wouldn't be the worst thing I've ever said in church in front of everybody. So let's get a pair of those Satan shoes and (laughs) (laughs) that'd be the prize in that, like the, uh, the Sunday school Christmas party. Well, you know, uh, (laughs) raffle that off. I thought, I thought about this when I was eating lunch. Uh, our Sunday school class wrapped up really quick. I'm I'm loving it, by the way. (laughs) Loving it. But if we wanted to drag it on out, we should have brought up the Satan shoes. You know, like we would have had people talking about that for a while. I was talking about this. And like you said, I mean, you know, if it wasn't for the fact that our kids are stuck there sure. until yeah. Sunday school yeah, is you gotta over. Wait. Yeah, we were waiting. <laughs> By the way, Chuck, run a little long up there, you know. He tends to do that. Oh, get a little carried away. <laughs> run a little long. We got to get to a family dinner on Easter. But, but anyways. I, but I was, telling, uh, I was telling Jacob, I was like, John – don't know the tricks like other John like last week knows. You, you got to do prayer requests. That's right. That's going to eat up a lot of time right you gotta there. You got to start out right there, yeah. You got to do discussion questions. Yes. You can't just sit up there and, and talk it, folks. Nope. If you want to get through your Sunday school lesson in 15 minutes, you leave out prayer request yeah. and you don't ask discussion questions. Maybe he's looking to get fired. You know? <laughs> I, let's, just, let's just call a spade a spade. Maybe he's looking to get fired. Maybe. Because he asked me this week if I was teaching. Like He texted me during the middle of the week. He was like, hey, are you teaching this week? I was like, no. Uh, <laughs> Ralph told me I was going to teach when you were out. But Ralph really said... I kind of think that you and John could like tag team this class. <laughs> That's what he really said. But he also said, I want you to teach while John's out. Okay. Meaning last week, you know? But you took that as Forever. those, are, those yeah. are his instructions. Well, I just did. Now it's dawning on me that John may listen to this. Too. <laughs> Sorry about that, John. Uh, yeah, so, uh, but uh, yeah, I was definitely not prepared to teach this week. And he had a PowerPoint. I don't have a laptop I can bring and do a PowerPoint <laughs> with, you know? You know, PowerPoints are a little overrated. They are. Opinion. But considering we, nobody has a book in the entire class, it's nice to have the scripture up there where That's everybody true. can see That's it. That's true. So I don't know. Maybe I'll just handwrite it on a poster board. I'll get a flip, you know, chart <laughs> yeah. thing. Yeah. Or no, here's what we need. What are those things called that they're flannel? And you put the little people oh, yes. on the stick, flannel yes. board. Yeah, flannel board. <laughs> that's what we need. A felt board. Yeah, a yeah. felt board. That's what we need. Yeah, that's not a bad idea. <laughs> well, what do you say we close out this free show with asking some questions? All right, let's do it. And now it's time for Ask John Questions About Stuff. Dehedric26 asks, what is your Southern Baptist view on circumcision? Well... Um, my personal view is do whatever you want to do. Right. You know, and I don't think the Southern Baptist has an official position Mm. on circumcision. At at least I didn't notice it in the Baptist faith and doctrine message or whatever thing. If you read the book of Acts, it is very clear that that is no longer required. No, yeah. Not a... Not a not a game changer like it once was. <laughs> that said, I want to say two verses after that, Paul tells Timothy, "Hey, you need to get circumcised." <laughs> right. Yeah, no. Hey, bud, sorry to break it to you. <laughs> I know we just made this announcement that that's not a big deal anymore, but you, Timothy, yeah, we're gonna we're gonna hold you down. Yeah, no, you're gonna have to get this done. But I will say that uh, I think that at least as a teenager playing sports and stuff, 
Yeah. If you were uncircumcised, you had a much div- more difficult life in the locker room. <laughs> you know, right. you got a lot of anteater jokes, a lot of <laughs> a lot of turtleneck jokes, stuff like that. And I, I've always, at least when Dieter and I discussed it, because mm-hmm. uh, you know all my boys are circumcised, right? As am I, as my father was before <laughs> me, and his father before him. <laughs> Is that she thought it would be better for them to be like their daddy is streamlined. Yeah, let's just keep the line going <laughs> yeah. or whatever. No, and as far back as I have of research, have, I've been doing <laughs> the males in my family have been circumcised, <laughs> right. so we'll continue that. Now, if Thomas decides when he has kids, you know that they don't want him to do that, I don't care. I mean, you're, you're not going to get super upset and boycott Thanksgiving. Yeah, no, I don't care at all. It's not that big a deal. <laughs> Uh, I also don't see the people because you know there's a there's a group that protests in town about circumcision being wrong. Yeah, I've heard people say that. <laughs> I think we've talked about this before. They say that when you do that, it's basically the male equivalent of uh, genital mutilation. Sure, and, right. Like sex isn't yeah. as good, which I cannot imagine how amazing <laughs> sex no. must be with yeah. a foreskin. No, if right. it's as good as it is without yeah. one. No, I was just saying. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, no, I need something to slow me down. You know, <laughs> I may need to go get a few more taken off. Uh, but <laughs> yeah, yeah, I've seen that. And like, hey, you know, you're having something done to you without your consent or yeah. whatever, you know. But if you have an ear infection and you're a baby, you can't consent to get treatment then either. Mm-hmm. So, you know, but. It is purely, I think, cosmetic. For the most part. Yeah. Uh, like They gave us a little form at the hospital when we had our boys. Sure. And it said that uh, there are some, what am I trying to say, like some very, very minimal yeah. uh, there, advantages. Yeah. Like it's easier to keep clean. It won't get infected. Right. But like you said, it's uh, for the most part, it's pretty much just cultural. Sure. It's cosmetic. Right. So if you want it, do it. Mm-hmm. You know. I've never had one regret. Never has it occurred to me to go, man, I wish I wasn't circumcised. <laughs> right. You know, yeah. I've been fine. Live yeah. my life just fine. Now, for the old boy on the football team, I know he had some regrets <laughs> because he may have been made to cry one day because everybody's making fun of him. Because people are horrible. Oh, yeah. No, especially my friend group. <laughs> We're all horrible. <laughs> and if I saw him today, I'd call him man eater. You know, yeah. I hadn't seen him in person in 25 years. But if I were to bump into him, I'd be like, what's up, man eater? Wouldn't even blink an eye, I would say. It. Yeah. Yeah. You look a little different. I'm saying as opposed to everybody else, right. at least around here. And I don't know. It may be different now. And as far as like the whole sex thing, I would really like to hear someone who had sex uncircumcised. And then, I don't know, converted to Judaism and became <laughs> circumcised sure. and could actually compare. Because yeah, I feel as be it is right now, there's one side yeah. yelling at the other side, but neither one knows what it's like to yeah. tote the other one's jockstrap, so to speak. Sure. <laughs> yeah. You know what? Gabby girl probably should have stayed tuned back <laughs> now that I think about this. Yeah. <laughs> probably should have just fast forwarded all the way to when we start giving all the social media stuff. <laughs> Goose asks, are we alone in the universe or are we just being shunned? Well, as far as we know, Mm -hmm. we're alone in the universe. 
Now, but now there's a lot of places we haven't looked. Right. Universe is a big place. Sure. Absolutely. It's uh, infinite, pretty much. (laughs) And, you know, if we're only basing it off of what we have discovered Mm -hmm. or what has at least shown itself to us, it looks like we might be alone. Right. Now, I tend to think that there is something else out there, but I don't know what it is or where it is. So. Mm -hmm. It could be any number of things. Right. But I could also see the rest of the universe shunning us because we're <laughs> pretty daggum horrible down here. You know, mm-hmm. we can't even get along. But what if, like, okay, let's just assume that there are aliens out there. Sure. Intelligent aliens that, you know, more than just, you know, bugs and stuff. Right. What if there's aliens out there that are way worse than us? Oh, yeah. They're, that's definitely <laughs> a possibility. Know? What if there's like the uh, Independence Day aliens? They just go planet to planet yeah. sucking up all the resources. Well, I also think that we assume aliens are like super intelligent. But what if they just figured out space travel mm-hmm. and then they don't even know how to wipe their butts or whatever? You know? <laughs> right. Yeah. You know, like, like in a lot of ways, intelligence is in the eye of the beholder, mm-hmm. I guess. You know, uh, like a doctor is really smart. He yeah. can take out your appendix, but he can't fix his transmission. So when his transmission is broke, he's an idiot compared to the dude down mm-hmm. at the shop who's got grease under his fingernails. That dude's a genius then. You and know? people like to talk about how smart chimps are, but. Chimps have never... They don't even put on pants. They haven't figured out the internet. No, right. They still throw their poops. Yeah, right. So. Yeah, No, like, uh, yeah, a lot of people like to say, we well, you know, chimps and humans share 99% same DNA. But I'm like, that 1% is a huge difference. <laughs> it's a big difference. Yeah, I mean, that is a huge difference. <laughs> <laughs> That's a huge difference, man. Like, yep. uh, they don't even, they'll just do it right out there in public, right in front of you at the zoo while your kids are watching. They don't care, you know? <laughs> It's, wild. it's almost like they've never eaten from the tree of knowledge of good and evil or something. <laughs> right. <laughs> You're right about that. Yeah. Uh, Goose also asked, have you ever thought about how many people you've seen or met in passing that are probably dead right now and you don't even know it? Um, I personally never think about those people. <laughs> yeah, no, I mean, I haven't thought about that. I have thought about how many hands I've shaken that have touched their own genitalia, you know? <laughs> yeah. I mean, when I you think about it, <laughs> guys are big handshakers. <laughs> yes. And you're like, hey, we all are normally dominant hand handshakers and dominant hand peers, <laughs> yeah. you know? Uh-huh. So, I mean, there's a chance that you're 100% every hand you've ever shaken has. I would say you're guaranteed 100%. I mean, pretty much, yeah. I mean, there's probably a weirdo that goes lefty. I can't go lefty. You don't have the feel, you know? You just don't have the feel you need, right? you know? For accuracy mm-hmm. or whatever. But, yeah, so it's pretty much close to 100%. Every hand you've ever shaken is as touched didn't tell you. Think about that next time there's church greeting time. Oh, I know. I'm a big hand. <laughs> and then go and try to shake as many hands of beautiful women as you can. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I've long chronicled I don't like <laughs> church handshaking, but that really has got nothing to do with that. Because I'll shake people's hands, you know, yeah. willy-nilly at work. It's fine. And well, you got to wash your hands, too. I just want to put that out there to everybody. Mm-hmm. That's all. We need to be washing our hands. We realized back when the coronavirus started, a lot of people didn't know how to wash their hands. Well, let's just keep it up. Yeah, yeah, let's continue the trend. That was yeah. one good thing that came out of the coronavirus. Yeah, absolutely, yes. 
Timo Singh asked, the greatest American hero or Captain America? Okay, is the greatest American hero the guy with a theme song that's like, believe it or not, George isn't at home? I don't know. <laughs> I thought the, uh, well, no, I'm, I was, I was, I was thinking because, T.I. Joe, but that's a real American hero, yeah. not the greatest American hero. The greatest hero. American hero, I'm going with that if he's the guy with that theme song. Okay. But I don't remember. I'm fixing to Google to see. Give me one second. I thought that was a single walking on air. Uh, Well, that was the theme song to a show, and I think it was Greatest American Hero. I'm going Captain America. Oh, yeah. this That was it. Greatest American Hero. Oh. Now, listen up. This is who I'm going with. <laughs> All right. But mainly because there was a Seinfeld episode where George does a parody of that song on his answering machine message. Oh, okay. It says, believe it or not, George is not at home. <laughs> yeah. Wiltz asks, if a vampire bites a zombie, does the zombie become a vampire or the vampire become a zombie? Um. Well, the zombie's already dead, right? Mm-hmm. So it can't become a vampire because but vampires vamp- are alive. But I thought vampires are undead as well. Well, I thought they just never died. Like you just lived eternally. But they're undead. Well, what does undead mean? You're not alive. But, but they don't raise A vampire doesn't raise from the dead. Like if a vampire bites me, mm-hmm. right? I don't die, do I? I just become a vampire. Well, now, in an interview with a vampire, your physical body dies. Oh, for real? Mm-hmm. I'm not up on my vampire it's, lore. It's animated by dark forces. Okay. All right. So. Ooh, that makes this a little more difficult. <laughs> I always assume vampires are just alive for forever. No, because you can't shoot a vampire and kill him because his body is already dead. But you can drive a stake through his heart and kill him, right? You can, absolutely. Well, <laughs> okay, then. Because <laughs> that's the vampire rules. Yeah. But if he's dead, they're bulletproof. Not can you re-kill proof. somebody? I guess you can kill a zombie though. Yeah. So I'm like, I don't know. I mean, my brain's in a pretzel here. I, I maybe if Wilts may have stumped me. <laughs> I think the closest reference that I personally have for this, there was an episode of Real Ghostbusters, the cartoon back in the eighties, where all the vampires and the zombies got into a fight. Okay. And they all turned into zombie vampires. Okay. And I think some of them were werewolves, too. So, so are you about to use its canon that they become that? <laughs> yes. Okay. <laughs> Confirmed. <laughs> it's canon. Okay. Thanks for the backup on that one. Because I don't know. That was wild. I always assumed vampires were just alive for forever. Like, right. if a vampire bit me, I just turned into a vampire. Like mm-hmm. Right then and there, my teeth grew out, and I started sucking on blood. You know, right? Your hair grows out. Yeah, you know, my teeth grow out. Oh, yeah. But you said my hair. I'm gonna have long hair if I'm a vampire. <laughs> right. I think it's just to make the look. You know, yeah. you gotta look it if you're gonna be it, right? Because there's no ugly vampires. You gotta be sexy if you're. Yeah, Deidre watched this vampire show that came on the CW. Deidre is bad to watch like a <laughs> a CW show. You yeah. know, yeah. I don't know if people around the world know what the CW is, but it's like <laughs> to me, it's like teenager television. You know, right. like all the dramas on it and mm-hmm. stuff. 
And I can't remember the name of it, but all the vampires, like even the vampire dudes on there, I was like, well, I'd make out with him, you know? Like that dude's good looking. Get you don't see an ugly. Yeah. Oh no, get on this neck, buddy boy. <laughs> but you don't see an ugly vampire. It's wild. Uh, Raytheon asks, "Is it okay not to be okay?" It is okay to not be okay. Really? Yeah. I would say no. Well, I think that if you're aware that you're not, I mean, first of all, if you're not okay, that that's not okay, right? Because the very definition is not okay. Well, it is acceptable. Okay, that's different. To not be <laughs> at your very best mentally. Yes. So that's how I'm viewing this question. Okay. All right. Now, it is not acceptable to continue being at not your very best mentally without getting help. Mm -hmm. But we all have ups and downs. I had this conversation with Hudson the other day. Like, if all we are seeking is to be happy, then we're going to continually be disappointed because happiness is a feeling, and feelings come and go. So you're going to have sadness. You're going to have melancholy days, Mm -hmm. whatever, where you're not okay. But that doesn't mean you have a problem or anything. It just means that... You had a bad day, you mm-hmm. know, which it happens, you know. Uh, but I, you need to get okay. Sure. Right. Yeah, you need to get okay. Mm-hmm. But now, I, I think happiness is something that a lot of people chase that is unattainable. That makes sense. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I personally chase satisfaction. I, I Whatever that may be, satisfaction through work, through my mm-hmm. family life, or whatever. To me, that's much more measurable than happiness mm-hmm. because I think if people get into this thing of, you know, I just wish I was happy or I want to be happy like the people I see on Instagram or whatever, you mm-hmm. know, and well, they travel, that makes them happy. I'm going to travel, that'll make me happy. And then they travel, and they're like, well, this isn't making me happy. It need, I need something else, you know? So probably went down a rabbit trail, didn't have to go <laughs> down there, but I think it's okay to not be okay, but it is not okay to continually not be okay mm-hmm. and not seek out help. Okay, Because there's help available. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. It's a little harder in the United States because we have a wild, crazy medical system here. <laughs> but uh, help is available, uh-huh. and uh, mental health is just as important as physical help. When you were speaking on satisfaction, it brought to mind a quote, and I'm not sure who said it. I like to quote a lot of this type of stuff to Jonathan Edwards, who was okay. a Puritan writer in sure. like the early 1700s. Or the Jonathan Edwards was also the dude that could talk to the dead. He had no, like a okay, talk not show. Not that one. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> not that no, dude. Yeah. I yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I believe it was uh, God is most pleased with us when we are most satisfied in him. Okay. Wow. So. I was hitting the nail on the head. Ba- basically, <laughs> credit to me for being a modern day Jonathan Edwards, a Puritan. Oh yeah, and when people John think is of me, Puritan. they think of me as a Puritan. Yes, right. Yeah, basically the Quaker Oats guy. Yeah, <laughs> which he was a Quaker, so that's a whole different thing, right? Uh, I think you were could- they like an offshoot. Well, Puritans was. I think it was more like a religious movement. Sure, not a particular denomination, denomination. or group. Okay. So you could probably lump Quakers in with the Puritans. What about the Shakers? Uh, you know I'm, not, what? I'm not familiar with the Shakers. Oh, they were like an offshoot. I think they had some crazy stuff. They like, <laughs> I don't even think they slept with each other or something. <laughs> John's group is the Bakers. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. If you would like to ask John questions, you can join our Discord server. Sure. There is a link in the show notes. 
And you can head to the Ask John Questions About Stuff channel, and you can ask him questions. We'll ask him on the show, and he'll answer them correctly. You can talk to Jacqueline? You can. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> now that Lent's over. Isn't I, I was unclear, because I don't celebrate Lent. <laughs> right. You know? Uh, I probably should. It's not a bad idea to fast from things, and I do that at various times mm-hmm. just on my own. But right. I've never formally celebrated Lent. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know why. Mainly because Probably I just, because we're Protestant. Well, that and, and I, it, I'll reject anything anybody else pretends to be as cool. You know, <laughs> I just can't help myself. It's built into me to do that. Right. So people be like proud that they're fasting for something. And I'm like, well, you suck. I don't know. I'm just a horrible person. <laughs> I can't help it. Well, John, I think that'll about do it for the free show. But one thing that we have to do before we end the show is we have to thank our patrons. We thank each and every one of them. And we would like to specifically by name those who donate at the 10 or above tier. And they are Mr. Daniel Hedrick, Mr. James White, Ms. Kara Wisco, Ms. Sherry Heron, Mr. Chris Payne, Mr. Derek Reeves, Mr. J.D. Westfall, Ms. Jane Updegraff, Ms. Jacqueline B., Ms. Sharon Craig, Mr. Thomas Williams, Mr. Todd Glover, Mr. Tyler Bond, and Mr. Mike Wilcox, a.k.a. Mick Will. Mick Will. We all thank you so much for donating to the show. And helping us get, you know, mics, equipment, hosting, mm-hmm. little advertising. Yeah. Uh, yeah we, st- thank you so much. Gonna try to steal some listeners from another podcast <laughs> yes. with your money. Now that we've milked that story show for all they're good for. I think we need to hit them up again. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And just see what happens. I wonder <laughs> how many of that story show listeners who came over actually still listen. You know, or if know. we ran or, them or, or if they just uh, they just like left a review, yeah, and then and then we're like, man, these dudes are out there. You know, <laughs> like this is some country redneck stuff I can't even get behind. Maybe you know, I could definitely see that mm-hmm. if people were like that. Yeah. Well, anyway, if you would like to get on this Patreon train of five star content, you can go to <laughs> patreon.com slash Earth Oddity. We have several different tiers, but the five dollar tier will get you an extended show every single week, and an exclusive show once a month, which we're fixing to record very, very soon. Yeah, still nobody's joined the $1,000 John Long Life Coach tier to where I'm available <laughs> yes. to you 24-7 for life advice. I <laughs> uh, just want to throw that out there. That's still available. Anybody who wants to do that, contact Tiny. Right. What we got coming up in the patron show, speaking of exclusive content? Well, I have a story. Um Oh, no. I hope I didn't search up the theme song to the greatest American hero on it. Oh, yeah. Um, About a Bluetooth nightlight that went wrong. Okay. Yeah. What about you? I have the very first case. I'll say this. A baby was born in Iraq who is destined to be the greatest (laughs) male ever. (laughs) Okay. Other than Jesus. Okay. All right. (laughs) Okay. I believe that about do it. You got anything else before we end the free show? Nope. Just uh, thank you to everybody who listened, and I hope that you had a wonderful Easter and that you have a wonderful week. And that's about it. Yeah. Yeah. yeah thanks for listening. You have been listening to Earth Oddity Podcast, and we thank you so much for listening to us, no matter where you get us, whether you get us from Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, iHeartRadio, Spotify, Spotify, not Pandora. 
Pandora. Oh, we're, we're on, on Pandora. Pandora. That's right. I was just kidding. <laughs> you can find us on Pandora. You can also get us on Alexa. Did oh, you yeah, know that? that's right. Yeah. Sure yeah. Can. It's wild to hear Alexa go, you know, playing Earth Oddity, episode 165, COVID testing in the rear, or whatever it is. <laughs> yeah. If you would like to write into the show, and I don't know why you wouldn't. Sure. That is earthoddity at planetmail.net. We have a Twitter, at underscore earthoddity. You can tweet at us. We also have an Instagram. If you want to check out our show art, underscore earthoddity on Instagram. We have a Discord server, and we have a phone number. That's What's that right. phone number? It is 662-493-2059. That's 662-493-2059. And if you didn't catch that, you can just ask Jacqueline. She knows. That's it. right. Hit Jacqueline up. <laughs> yeah, y'all quit making Jacqueline do all the work. We hope everyone out there has an excellent week. Earth Oddity for the French Radio Network signing off. Love y'all. Bye. The show's over. Why are you still listening?